Ho, ho, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Forward Progress, live here on the Forward Progress YouTube channel, part of the Hammer Betting Network and powered by Pinnacle Sportsbook. I'm producer Jason, your host here every Friday on the Forward Progress YouTube channel alongside Jack Miller right below me on Establish the Run, John Legaza on my diagonal, some way, which way, uh, from The Athletic, and then Matthew Freeman to my right or left. I can never tell with these screens uh, from the fantasy life here. We're here covering... Our best bets for this holiday weekend, super special holiday edition for you guys here. So if you can take a, a second out of your time here while you're watching, hit that like button. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, we're closing in on 4,000 subscribers, guys. If we can get there by the new year, that'd be fantastic here. I believe we're at 3,930 subscribers. So we're 70 away from hitting that 4,000, that nice round number here. So if you can get us there, that'd be a big help. And if you want to tell one of your friends, uh, feel free to do so as well. It goes a long way for us here before we get started we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor over at pinnacle pinnacle is the world's sharpest sports book offering competitive odds for 25 years we often preach line shopping on this channel and with everyday competitive odds pinnacle should be one of your available sports books here if you're looking to support the show make sure you use code hammer when signing up to pinnacle that's code hammer h-a-m-m-e-r when signing up to pinnacle your trusted sports book for 25 years bet smart bet pinnacle must be 19 plus in ontario and please play responsibly here guys we got a loaded show for you today we have i think seven eight or i think nine props it's it's we got a big one for you today and we're going to start off strong here we got john batting lead off for us um and he's going to go for a fellow canadian a fellow friend of mine not actually but he's going to be looking towards that Bengals and steelers game here last time we saw these two teams play you had jake browning's first star and he looked much different as a quarterback there but uh you know what things have changed since then jake Browning's looking a little bit better you get Chase Brown worked in a little bit here. No Jamar Chase, John. You're looking at Chase Brown receptions and his over in this game. Break down that handicap here for us. Yes, we're going full Kyle Schwarber, big man, leading off. I mean, you really nailed one of the first points is Jamar Chase won't be there. And Chase Brown, I think, is the most explosive player left on that team. We also know Higgins might get a bit of the Porter treatment. Although Higgins looked excellent in Chase's stead. He's not as good as Chase. We'll get the majority of the attention. So I think that just right off the bat opens up the gate for Chase Brown. So we're looking for a reception ladder. Three receptions is plus 110. The fourth reception is plus 300. We could chop it up seven and three, eight and two, however you like, Jay. Again, he's the most explosive back in the backfield. We've also seen his touch percentage kind of creep up slowly last three weeks since the return 27 31 and then 40 so hey man one more step and we're talking about a majority lead no one here is clamoring for joe mixon he's also had three receptions that we're looking for each of the last two and then with browning as a starter i was checking this out he's bottom three in air yards per target and top 10 in rb target percentage that number also spikes when blitzed Pittsburgh defense, fourth highest blitz rate. They've allowed 11 running backs to go with a three receptions or over. This one's also capped pretty closely. So we could easily find ourselves in a game script where, you know, just getting a split load, whether it's drive for drive, if we're near even. Brown, I think, should be more than, you know, see more than enough work to get these three catches. I'm actually hoping we get that fourth one in, but I don't want to be too greedy. I do have Christmas presents to pay for. I love it. I love it here, John. And I actually just did a little bit of quick line shopping here and that that three and a half or over two and a half receptions over at Pinnacle is available at that plus 132 price. So I'm going to nice. split up our risk here. We're going to use separate sports books and we're going to do what we always preach here on the show. We're going to line shop here. We're going to lock in 70. Uh, we're going to lock in 70 on the over two and a half receptions at plus 132 over at Pinnacle on Chase Brown's receptions. So you're going to lock that in. Then we're going to lock in that uh, four plus 
receptions at plus 310, which is uh, available out there if you shop around at these sports books here. Reminder, we're locking all these plays in live on this show. You can find us over at BetStamp. Just search Forward Progress HQ, FWD Progress HQ, and you can find all of our plays, track their live, give us a follow, and you'll see uh, you'll see how we've been doing on props this year. Hint, it's very, very, very good. All right, let's move on to the next game here. We're going to head over to the Sunday slate. And Matt, let's start with you here. You want to take a look at this uh, Lions game, Lions and uh, Vikings here. A ton of playoff ramifications here. Excuse me. The Vikings have a chance to kind of like do something really crazy and chaotic if they win this game. Um, I'm 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 rooting for the chaos here right now. The the game's looking at it's a minus three right now over at Pinnacle minus one one for the Detroit Lions on the road here. Um, Matt, you're looking at some receiver overs, specifically Khalif Raymond overs. So tell us a little bit about your handicap for this one here. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, Khalif Raymond. By the way, shout out John, who has just absolutely been crushing week in and week out the ladder bets. Uh, and by the way, John, all business here. I'm wearing the uh, the holiday hat. I mean, you know, holiday hat. Like, I, I think, uh, Jack, you're wearing some sort of shirt that's festive. Oh. We the got shirt. business just wearing the pinnacle sweatshirt. I mean, like company he, man, he came, he came here just to bet. That's that's all that he's on mute. And he's, he's on mute, which is absolutely fantastic. Oh, that's better off because I was screaming. Boy. Well, company man, I was saying I'm t- I'm almost tired of looking at Christmas stuff. We are so Christmas <laughs> files here. I decorated before Thanksgiving. I'm almost sick of looking at it. Literally, I have lasers and projectors going right now in my living room. A full on Christmas village. Honestly, it is completely ridiculous here. It's really. Uh... Ridiculous. All right. Well, okay. So anyway, shout out, shout out John for uh, the pinnacle sweatshirt and also just crushing the ladders. Uh, Khalif Raymond, this is a disgusting bet. I'm going over 10 and a half. I've projected at 15 and a half, probably be willing to bet it up to 12 and a half. Uh, again, I've made some disgusting bets this year. This one might be the most disgusting, but Raymond has gone over this number in 11 of 14 games. He has an average of 10.2 yards per target this year. Uh, I mean, that's like a, a like, you know, very elite number, 9.9 since last year. So it's not as if it's like a one-year fluky kind of thing. So basically, I'm hoping that he gets two targets in this game. You know, if he has more, obviously that's great. But I'm hoping for just two targets. And his 10 games with two targets, or at least two targets, he's gone over 10 and a half, uh, nine times. And even with just one target, because he's at 10.2 yards per target, he still has a pretty decent chance of going over 10.5 just based on his playmaking efficiency. So uh, I like him at this number. It's a little bit of a buy low spot. 10.5 is the lowest that his yardage total has been over the past two seasons. So I think there's some good kind of buy low opportunity here. And he's just a part-time role player, but he still had a 31% route rate last week. Since the week nine buy, he has a 22% target rate. Uh, that's from our utilization report at Fantasy Life. I mean, I think asking for two targets is not all that much of an ask. So over 10 and a half for Khalif Raymond, like, yeah, he's like the number four wide receiver in that offense, but he gets at least a target every game. And uh, this is just such a low number that I feel compelled to take the over. Yeah. And we know we hear the narratives of Jared Goff in the out outside of his home environment here, but luckily enough on the road in a dome. So he's feeling yeah. a little bit safer here. So there's a little bit of cushion here for Cleef Raymond to hit that over of 10 and a half. And we locked that in at minus one ten here. Going to flip over to Jack, who's kind of, who's betting on the same game, betting on the same team, betting on a similar style or similar kind of wide receiver here. A guy towards the back half of the, of the, uh, of the roster here for the Detroit Lions. But Jack, you're looking at an under and I like that because it kind of lines up with, 
Matt's bet here. Uh, so without without uh, bearing the lead here, Jack, who you got here? Tell us your handicap. Yeah, I mean, we can all hope for Khalif Raymond to, to go for 150 yards because that would mean <laughs> that, that targets are not going to Josh Reynolds, who I'm uh, betting under 19.5 receiving yards on. Reynolds has had two of his three lowest route share games uh, in the past two games. Last week, he was at just 50% uh, route participation. Jamison Williams set a season high with 75% route participation. And for the first time all year, uh, Jamison Williams really had, er, the first time since gaining a bigger role, I guess I should say, uh, Jamison Williams actually earned targets at a respectable rate. And then Matt was talking about how Khalif Raymond, he's not out there all the time, but when he is out there, he he gets the ball and he has a, a 0.2 targets per route run and 2.05 yards per route run. Josh Reynolds is kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, especially uh, from a target earning perspective. He's only at 0.13 targets per route run on the year. Uh, so with declining routes and not being very efficient at earning targets on those routes, um, I'm, I'm taking the under, especially against the Vikings defense that has been pretty respectable the past month or so. Um, it is scary with Josh Reynolds, especially because he could get mm-hmm. us on one catch. Um, but I think given the declining routes and, and how inefficient he's been at earning targets um, when he's ran around this season, um, I like the, the under 19 and a half. Yeah, Matt. Do we to- want... Do we want just to put like a half unit on a same game parlay for this of like the Khalif Raymond over the uh, Josh Reynolds under? I'm down to do that. Let me just, I, it takes me a second here to work through the pricing. I'm going to lock that in here in just a second here, but we did lock in that play full unit minus 110 here at the under 19 and a half that can be found widely available here. I'm game if you guys are game for that. It's Christmas uh, or it's the Christmas season. Let's, let's, let's have a little bit of fun with it. We've been red hot on yeah. this so far so Let's jack if you give us the okay matt if you give us the okay and john you you'll be the third third decision here you're locking in all right i'm gonna lock that in in just a second here but before i do i'm gonna throw to john here so i can give myself a little bit of time to try and figure out the pricing on those sgps i want to shop around a bit to try and find us the best price here chat if you want to help out i'm not going to complain about that either so uh yeah i'm going to do that quickly here but before i get into that john we're going to throw to you here we're going to flip back over to that saturday slate of games here and we got an early you got John, you got an early Christmas gift for here, uh, for us here, right? You got a grab bag of props, is what you described. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. To me oh, here, and, and you know, this has actually been funny. I've been doing this the first time I've actually done this. Uh, not to say ladders, but when I find a situation where I think there'll be some type of volume, where I think there will be a matchup that gets exploited, but I can't tell which one. Me just being, I'm like a, such a habitual cheapskate. I'm a conservative better. It is what it is. I've done this with Washington Commanders, for a good example, of a team that we know there's like volume, but we don't know exactly where it's going to go. So give me Buffalo. Right off the bat, yeah, I know they didn't thread like whatever, 12 dropbacks against um, Dallas or whatever. But they even came out of that game in the pressers and said that was not the plan. They showed a high level of efficacy and stayed with it. So I, I don't think the Bills are all of a sudden this like 1958-style, you know, 80% run squad. So I do think right off the bat we're going to see a return regression positive regression in pass rate so okay we're gonna go two all perception props no ladders let's just get one of these two the whole thing's a winner the bar might be lower to forget them both jay let me know what you think okay gabe davis four receptions trying at the bar plus 250 dalton kincaid five receptions plus 260 again the thinking being with an equal amount of risk if we hit either one of these the entire thing is a hit and there's a very good chance that they both get the four and five respectively all right so Davis has been on the roller coaster. We know that. However, right, but, 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 he does still have a 90% route participation rate. That is elite. 
He's on the field every single play and still averaging at least five targets a game. You know, he's averaging five targets a game, I should say, year-to-date. He has four receptions or more four times this year. Good, but not great. Kincaid. He had five or more receptions seven games in a row. Like seven games in a row, he hung the one goose egg, which we now know was really kind of script-dependent, really feels like more of the anomalistic scenario. I, I don't know why this one is 260. So give me Kincaid. Against these Chargers who stink, bottom three, EPA per drop back, completion percentage, and passing yards per game, you're going to see a heavy mix of cover three, cover six between the two of them. It's about like 60%, by the way. So besides Diggs, Kincaid, and Davis are the only two Bills with a double-digit target per out run against those coverages. When we see the heavy zone, that's when we see the usage underneath. Again, I don't know if it'll be Davis or Kincaid, but I think we could get four and five. Maybe we get the bolt, Jay. Yeah, I love I love that here. Uh, then the, I found the two Gabe Davis. You can shop around and find the plus four receptions at two sixty five, and you can find the Dalton Kincaid five plus receptions at uh, the two sixty. Like you said, they're going to lock those in here. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to field this question here, just because it has to do with this Buffalo game here. But Milf Hunter in the chat is asking us uh, thoughts on Josh Allen under. 30 and a half rushing yards here, Matt, if you have thoughts on this 30 and a half rushing yards at minus 114. He said, Allen is running less this year, especially in less competitive games. Chargers D has been effective at limiting mobile quarterbacks on the ground. And I do believe they just waived. I forget which player they waved on their defense. Now. I'm, not, I'm not sure if that's, there's any real impact there, but uh, Matt, if you have any opinion on this, I'm just going to throw to you. I have the projection at 33.7. So I'm probably not going under on that, but um I don't know. I yeah. Uh, no, no real strong opinion, but I would not mm. lean under. Yeah, f- fair enough here. And I think, like John said, I, I don't want to put this words in John's week. mouth. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was going to say the same thing. Like one frame, I'm right with you. I have like 34.1. We're totally in lockstep uh, as far as projections go. The thing is, Buffalo. I know we all think they're going to boat race him. We don't actually know that for sure. What we do know is Buffalo's in a must-win scenario. And when Josh Allen has his back against the wall, he's more apt to just take off and run, and he could get this in one or two shots. Also, again, the Chargers' defense is just awful. I am not. I wouldn't really be looking for unders in Buffalo with this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, uh, Tyler, you might be new to the show, but, you know, that is that is Milf Hunter's first name. The M stands for Milf here. Jack, do you have any, <laughs> uh, do you have any opinions on this one, or are you, you kind of staying off like the guys here? What are your projections saying? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with these guys. We have 37.4. Um so yeah, I'm I'm with these guys that I'm passing, but thank you, uh, Milf Hunter, for the question. <laughs> we appreciate the the chat from Milf Hunter here, guys. And just quickly before we get into our next prop here, just gonna ask you guys, 44 people watching live, if all of you guys could just hit that like button, we'd be able to clear our like goal for this episode of 50 likes here, guys. So uh, yeah, uh, Tyler, not your bad. Don't worry about it, please, please. We love the chatters. Keep keep commenting. Makes the show a lot better. Makes it a lot enjoyable, both for us and for you guys in the chat. We love to interact with you guys here. Uh, let's flip over to back to the Sunday slate here. Matt, you're looking at the marquee matchup of the slate here. Tons. I love these games down the stretch with, with three weeks to go because there's a lot of matchups with a lot of playoff ramifications here. The Dallas Cowboys want to lock up this one seed. They need to win this game. If the Miami Dolphins want to lock up the one seed, they need to win this game here. We're looking at the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Miami Dolphins here. Right now, it's close to a pick i mean a lot a lot of shops have the dolphins at like minus 115 120 ish here um we don't really give out touchdown scores that often here matt but i like i love the price on this one i think it's i don't want to call it a misprice but it feels like uh compared to the other running backs on this miami dolphins team it might be a little bit of a misprice here so why don't you tell us about your touchdown bet for this game yeah by the way just uh 
quick comment on on John's uh, bets oh, there for the Bills. He's going to be so tilted when Dawson Knox has like uh, eight receptions and Gabe Davis and it's that's the death knell. That is miss miss just by that that one reception there. Okay, I'm looking at Raheem. That's Mostert. experience speaking. I know. Yeah. Looking at Raheem Mostert, anytime touchdown here. Uh, I bet at minus 115. It's now like minus 125 to minus 130 across the industry. And like I have it projected in that range, but I don't know. I still, this is more of like a vibes bet versus like a projection bet. Like I just don't see Raheem Mostert given what he's done and given that the Cowboys are totally deficient in run defense. I just kind of don't see Raheem Mostert as not scoring a touchdown in this game. Uh, the Dolphins-Cowboys game, easily the highest on the total. Uh, the total, sorry, let me rephrase that. The highest total on the week, uh, you know, anywhere from 49 and a half to 15 and a half. So I think like we see points in this game. The Dolphins are home favorites, so they could have a little bit more of a run-leaning game script. And then, I mean, the Cowboys, number 32 in defensive rush success rate. Like, they're not like getting executed like an epa like getting their heads chopped off but like they're getting killed with a thousand paper cuts and run defense like they just cannot stop anyone uh and the thing is like mostert is the kind of runner where if he's successful like with a high success rate he actually does have the explosiveness to be able to turn that into a long gain so i think there's some possibility here of like bad uh like preliminary run defense for the cowboys turning into like bad like chunk play defense for the Cowboys in the running game. And I mean, most are, oh, by the way, Cowboys without Jonathan Hankins, uh, their main run stuffing defensive tackle that I think ends up hurting them quite a bit. And most are like 20 touchdowns, league high, 20 touchdowns, like right there with Christian McCaffrey. He scored in 11 of 14 games this year. Uh, since the week 10 by five games there, he scored seven touchdowns. He's like certainly one of my fantasy favorites this week. And then you just look at James Cook last week and what like he was able to do i mean against the cowboys absolutely ridiculous 179 yards on the ground and a touchdown 42 yards through the air and a touchdown like i know that raheem mostert will have to split some work with devon a chain but i think there's room for like both of those guys to eat in this uh this you know like christmas uh it's not it's not christmas day but they're both going to feast in the christmas festival it's that's, the dolphins that's, feast that's, of the seven fishes or yeah. let me ask you a question are you not are you you're calling bs on the practice report because i'll be honest when i saw the second consecutive dnp for most or i know i got a couple messages people asked me if i was worried I want. I thought after the first one, it was veteran rest. He's yeah. it. They need it. Are you not? Yeah. You're calling B, and that's fine. I don't know if you're right yeah, or wrong. Yeah. Nor do I think so, right so my thinking is that, and they are listing it as veteran rest. Mm-hmm. And like he has had uh, in previous practice sessions, like he, they have given him DNP. So like okay. I'm not too worried about it. And my thinking is that if it's enough to where uh, like it's a real thing and he doesn't play, then the bet is void anyway. And it kind of right. doesn't matter. But like if he's out there, I think they're going to treat him like he's the guy. Right. Jay, you want to get Hector really quick? Check it out. Dolphins, yep. if the O-line is decimated, it doesn't matter. Mike McDaniel's scheme is not based on smash mouth run between the tackles. He creates space. It's really creative. They use motion and pulls and drags and all kinds of creative stuff. It doesn't matter. In fact, McDaniel's run game might be better with a bad offensive line because he's going to put more thought into scheming up space. 
you know, so again, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I would rather have the starting offensive lineman in there than not. But, but, but uh, <laughs> no, I do agree that I feel like the yeah. because like that offense is so based on scheme versus like the talent of the guys in the trenches, it, it's not as big of a loss as it would be with a lot of other teams. Fine, that's the rational way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like you mentioned here uh, with the the Raheem Mostert touchdown, um, just looking around, there's a minus 110 that's widely available, but the market is starting to get up high. I'm seeing some shops hang like a minus 180 on him to get a touchdown. So if you're looking to bet this, guys, don't wait on this. And it, it, It's something you want to bet. You might want to scoop this up now because for sure, as we get closer to this Christmas Eve game, Everyone's going to be betting those touchdown prophecies. This price is going to get absolutely uh, moved for sure here. And then I also just wanted to comment on Devon A-Chain here because I feel like that's where a lot of the love has gone. I believe two weeks ago, Devon A-Chain and Raheem Moser were about even the same price. They, they will score a touchdown here. And uh, we've seen their work go more towards Moser, whether that be uh, McDaniels just want to keep A-Chain healthy or if they just trust Moser more. Not really sure exactly what it, what that is here, but Moser we see is getting the usage here. The market is saying, though, like a plus 120 for Devon A-Chain. If you, if like John Legaze, if you're worried, like like you said, John, if you're worried about the practice report here for Moser, there is a plus 165 anytime TD, which is by far the best price in market over at Pinnacle for uh, A-Chain to score a touchdown here. So if you're getting wind of him, of Moser potentially not playing, keep an eye on Pinnacle. You might want to go and, and chase that. Yeah, if, if he uh, practices A-Chain, that price is going to nose dive you know Freeman's reading the tea leaves not everyone is doing that a lot of people see Mm -hmm. the dnps and think oh maybe he's gonna be limited not he's actually might be the best he's gonna be because he's got two days of rest asymmetric risk here if he doesn't play like matt said void and if he does you're getting good good value on that prop here all right enough talking about this game even though it's a fun game let's talk about a more uh gross game the sunday night football matchup between the new england patriots and the denver broncos here i think the only reason i will be watching this game is to avoid political talk at the Christmas dinner table here. But uh, nevertheless, let's move on to this game. Jack, you got... Listen, I'm going to give you the award for grossest bet of the week here for this game. I know we have a, a, a Khalif Raymond over 10.5, but you're looking at a Bailey Zappi rushing uh, under here. So to break down this handicap here for us uh, in this game. Yeah, I mean, speaking of political talk, Friedman was was teetering on the edge there with crediting uh, Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins' success. The the Tua Dolphins fans are going to be, <laughs> be after your throat there. But uh, I'm going with Bailey Zappi under six and a half rush yards. He's played the majority of snaps in seven games, and he's only gone over twice. Um, I, I And dating back to his days at Western Kentucky, not much of a runner. So it, it's really not that much more complicated than that the thought process mm-hmm. here uh he seems like a guy where we have him his mean projection right around this number uh actually a little higher but on a median uh we expect him to go under this more often than not fair enough here and uh you can see six and a half minus 105 widely available here a couple of shocks hang- shops hanging that a couple minus 110s a couple minus 108s but there are some five and a half here we're starting to see that potentially that turn from the six and a half down to that five and a half here so again if you want to bet this, if it's something you want to bet, make sure you want to get in early and you want to bet uh, it now. And if you are betting it now, do us a favor and hit that like button. Uh, it's only one click away. So uh, it would really help support the show and boost us in the algorithm here. We got two more bets for you. Before we do that, though, I got a, a pricing on this uh, the Detroit Lions uh, SGP we got here a little bit earlier. It's plus 226 here for the under 20 and a half. I was able to get a 20 and a half on one of these sports books uh, of Josh Reynolds receiving yards mixed with the over 10 and a half Khalif Raymond receiving yards. You can find that at plus 226. But again, shop around. Uh, you might be able to find a better price in here. I'm going to lock that in for a half unit on our 
uh, on Betstamp here. Uh, let's go to the second last game, le- second last prop we have on the board here. John, you've been crushing the reception ladders lately. Um, you got one lined up for this Tampa Bay Bucks and Jacksonville Jaguars game. Rashad White has been an absolute target sponge here. I don't want to bury the lead. Tell us about your handicap. Yeah, I mean, this is the one I like the most. If I had to pick one to get us to Disneyland, this is the one. It's Jacksonville, <laughs> Tampa. Give me the Rashad White reception ladder. We're going to start at four. That one's plus 110. We're going to go to five. That one's plus 250. We're going to even try to get it to six. That one's plus 550. Uh, Jay, you can either go 721 or 811. That's up to you, however you want to make the sauce. So he's gone. He's hit the base rung of the ladder. That's four receptions. He's hit that five times already. He's also at the top rung three times. So, you know, I like that. Mm. There's obviously a pathway to get there. Only Kyron Williams and Christian McCaffrey have a higher snap percentage. He's going to be on the field basically every single play. He's second among all running backs in routes for dropback, and he's top five in receptions. And going up against Jacksonville, they've kind of turned themselves into a one of the new pass funnels. It's the high blitz rate. They're top six mm. in blitz rate. They also have a very high defensive success rate, like above 64%. And that's manifested in the receptions allowed to running backs. They're giving up the most. They're dead last in that. And of the, I got 11 running backs have gone over four, but only one of them was at four. Sorry, my notes a little scripted there. The rest of them were six, right? Oh, five or five and five or six. So we've actually had five running backs clear this top rung already this season, one out of every three games. And again, I mean, this one just kind of makes sense when Mayfield gets pressed. You could easily see him just dumping it down to White, who's gained a lot of confidence in the offense. Mm-hmm. He's even shown some pop. And, I mean, I, four, I feel like four catches is getting off the bus. I don't know why this one is plus money. Maybe we had a little bit of a down game. But, again, I love to buy low. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I love that. I love the, this angle here. And we talked a little bit about the Jackson Jaguars, or excuse me, Jacksonville Jaguars last week here. And you put me on to them being a, a bit of a, a pass funnel here later yeah. on in the season here. I was play, I was afraid to play these passing props or these rushing props against this Jaguars defense, which has been super good to, for the first half of the year. But J- John, you put me on to this that towards the latter half, they've completely done a shift uh, in, yeah. uh, in 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 production. House them, yeah, it's, it's exactly shift. Up. We just is. saw Lamar Jackson two weeks ago do it too, like or three weeks. Ago. Anyways, um, we saw. Lamar do it a couple. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's uh, lock this in here. We got the plus 115. I, I was able to find that Even better, yeah, over, go for it. over three and a half here. At, uh, we're going to lock that in for 70. We're going to do plus 260 of the over four and a half. We're going to do that or it's 20. And then we're going to do the uh, six plus is a seven plus today. Seven plus now at uh, the what is it? Plus seven plus at plus. Yeah, anyways, six I'll, plus, I'll, I'll figure plus 50 on bet three six plus. That's that's what I'm looking at here. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. six plus at, at plus uh, six. Fi- 550 here. Oh my God. I'm stumbling over my words here. And we're going to do that for 10 bucks here. Anyways, let's get to the last prop of the day here. It's going to be on the Sunday night football or is it Sunday night? No, it's, it's not. It's the four o'clock game. Excuse me. The four o'clock game on Monday here. I'm all over the place here. New York giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Before we get to this game here, I want to remind everyone that we will be doing a live Monday watch along of the Monday night game. Excuse me. The Baltimore Ravens taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I'll be live alongside Rob. We're going to have a couple of guests uh, live here on the show. And uh, I know Jay, who is in the chat here is a constant, uh, a, a frequent uh, watcher of our live watch alongs. We have a ton of fun during the game here. So if you want to, Watch the game with us. Please feel free to do so. Make sure you subscribe to the channel to be notified exactly when we go live for this game here. Let's get back into our props. Last one on the board here from Matt. Matt, uh, I mean, you, you smashed this one last week. You're looking to go back to the well this week in the New York Giants-Philadelphia Eagles game. Who do you got here and why? 
Yeah, Jalen Hurts over 0.5 interceptions. Uh, I bet this at plus 160. And, uh, you know, I think it's still like in that general vicinity, but certainly like plus 140, I think it's still bettable there. I have this projected at plus 120. So Hurts, like needless to say, has not been his best this year. Uh, and then now he's, you know, on this situation where, uh, you know, post Monday night football, you know, recovering. Uh, I'm, I, I'm imagining he's like totally fine now from like the flu that he had last week, but still mm. like, you know, he wasn't in great health last week, traveling cross country from Seattle back to Philadelphia. It's just kind of like a subpar travel situation. And then 14 games this year, 12 interceptions overall, a 2.6% interception rate, which is the highest mark he has had throughout his nearly three years as a starter at this point. And the Giants have I wouldn't say it's a good defense. Like they don't have a good defense, but they have like an aggressive Frisky. defense. Like Frisky. they're you know, like they're willing to try to gamble to mm. get interceptions. They have 13 interceptions this year, all of which have come since week five. So they were like totally putrid in the first month of the season. They're still not good, but at least they're like aggressive uh, and like a little ball hockey uh, mm -hmm. since week five. And the thing that like, if this bet doesn't hit, I think it will be, okay, the Eagles at home, massive favorites. They got out to a big lead, and that means Jalen Hurts didn't have to attempt many passes. And because they have a big lead, when he was attempting passes, he didn't need to be aggressive with it, which means he wasn't putting the ball at risk. So, you know, like, I think it's likelier than not that Hurts stays clean and doesn't throw an interception. But at plus 160 odds, that's just like too tempting to pass up given that he has an interception in eight of 14 games here. So I don't think that this is likely to happen. That's you know mm -hmm. implied by the plus 160 odds, but I think it's just a little too far. Yeah, and uh, something something that was like a little interesting to note on the Manning cast last Monday, uh, Christian McCaffrey, I believe, was on. And, and when they were watching the Philadelphia Eagles, he was able to kind of list out or not list out but just kind of say what plays they were going to run almost like tony romo s and if it's like if a guy who's in the league is able to do that on offense who doesn't really study your offense you're probably giving away too much and you're running too simple of an offense here they so i think bad man you know? yeah they yeah. Re they really do he was an engine for that offense brian johnson just not doing the same thing that steichen has done for them matt you wanted to chime in on that or yeah you... no that that was a great point jason uh with with christian mccaffrey being able to diagnose and like um Sirianni, was like defending Brian Johnson by saying like, Hey, it's not, it's not his fault. It's like, it's the same offense. And, but that like speaks to your point. Like it is the same offense. Yeah, they right. haven't, they haven't really done anything since last year to innovate what they're mm -hmm. doing. And because of that, I think it is a little bit easier for the defenses to game plan and to sort of like anticipate what it is that they're going to be doing. Yeah, and I believe they've won five one-score games here. It's crazy to think where they would be if they didn't have the tush push. Obviously, they do. So it's not like a, it's not like a, oh, it's not a slight against them. They do. The tush push is a massive play for them. But it'd be crazy to think where they would be if they had to, you know, like be as efficient as they are in the red zone without that play. It'd be a lot tougher for this Eagles team. But again, they have it. So I can't, you can't knock them for having that. Uh, and yeah, that wraps it up here for us, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show uh, today. I want to wish you guys, before we head off here, happy holidays. I want to thank Matt, Jack, and John for joining us during the holiday season, guys, taking time out of their week here uh, when they 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 uh, they're be spending time with their families here. We really appreciate it, guys. So for them doing that, guys, smash the like button. It does a lot 
for us over here. Just quick reminder before we head off, Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, Rob will be doing the pizza buffet this uh, this Christmas Eve, but we will not be doing a Forward Progress live show at 8 p.m. at night here. We're going to be spending time with our families here. So, guys, please uh, enjoy the time with your families. Uh, Talk to them, enjoy it, because again, we don't really have that much time where we get to sit down and enjoy that with our families here, guys. I always preach that. And again, R George said something on Circles Off a couple weeks ago. Uh, if you have someone, don't have anyone or family to reach out to here, sometimes it can be a lonely time around the holiday season. Guys, I know my DMs are open. I know Matt, Jack, John, they probably reflect the same thing here. Please feel free to reach out if you're feeling lonely. We're always here to support everyone in this community, guys. So again, this is a positive time of year. If you're feeling lonely, DMs are open. Uh, and yeah, we appreciate you. That's all All I got to say here from us uh, over on For Progress here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in here. For myself, for John, for Jack, for Matt, this has been For Progress, powered by Pinnacle on the Hammer Betting Network, guys. We'll catch you later. Good luck on your bets and happy holidays.